Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. What's up, dirty dogs and doggies, Dustin? Happy New Year, year. Because this is the first show of 2019, besides some 2020. Uh, this is the first show of 2020. I'd have that edited out, but editing is for losers. We just do it live. So, any hoot, today we're going to talk about something big, extraordinary, and life changing. What else is new? But think about it. How many times have you said this year is going to be different? X, Y, and Z. I'm going to do this differently. I'm going to. You know, there's the the cliche one of I'm going to go to the gym all the time and get super healthy in 2020 or, or whatever the, the resolution is. But today we're actually going to give you the tactical strategies and frameworks to consistently stick to transformation in your life. I think that sounds cool. But before we do, 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 we have an amazing review to highlight. And just so you know, when you leave us nice reviews, we will shout you from the rooftops and shower you with love and validation because me and Nick, our egos need those reviews. That's we why we started this podcast. Yes, it's not we about the money. Want, it's the ego petting is really what we're here reviews. for. We just want reviews. We just want validation because we're so lonely. But anywho, Nick, hit us with that review. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will do that as we start 2020. Mm. Mm. Uh, so this review comes in from uh, Jessemski, Jessemski. I don't know Maybe how you would Jess M. Kamaski. I don't know, but read that review, dog. Sure, sure. So the title says, Simple and Amazing. Appreciate <clears> it. It says, These guys are truly amazing. They make these big concepts so easy to understand. They also equip you with tangible tasks to implement what they're teaching. Thanks for all your hard work. You guys are incredible. Aw. Yeah, that's Thank really you, nice. Jess M. Ski. That is very, very nice. And with that, uh, as, we, as we show and honor and, and have gratitude for Jess M. Ski, Jess M. Kama Ski, or what have you, uh, I will kick it back to Julian so he can give us the dirty dirty on what we're really going to get into today. Yes, yes, brand new yes, yes, yes. So we're going to hit you with the three core concepts. Each of us, Nick and I are going to hit you with three each of if you listen and you implement 2020 will be the greatest year of your life. Personally, professionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever you're being called to expand this year. Maybe it's all of it. I think that's pretty cool. But we're going to share, because Nick and I have been on a very deep journey of personal development and self-mastery and um, shedding unnecessary layers of BS that we've outgrown. And yeah, I think we are, we got our shit locked in in terms of knowing how to commit to transformation because when it comes down to it, we've talked about this a lot, your brain just doesn't want it. Your heart does, but your brain, it's designed to keep you safe. Your brain doesn't want the transformation. So yeah, we got to outsmart the brain a little bit. We got to outsmart the ego mind as we, as we call it as of today, because I don't think I've ever called it that, but it's a thing now. And so yeah, we're going to share our three most powerful action plans, I would say, takeaways, whatever the hell you want to call them, but three things that will, yeah, it will help you elevate the quality of your life, your actions, your thoughts, your feelings, your financial health, your personal health, whatever. Listen and improve some stuff. Yeah. Listen, implement, and uh, enjoy. <laughs> so Nick, 
do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Because I got one in the holster, but I think you have one in the holster. So should we just do a quick draw? See who. Uh, oh, bam! You were faster. Okay. <laughs> well, that means go. you go first. I was pointing at you. Oh, I thought you were trying to shoot me down. All right, so I will go first then, because all of the the holster friends thing don't is shoot friends down. Nick. I I appreciate that. That's really kind of you. All right, so my first uh, takeaway slash uh, nugget slash. Mm. Super awesome tip that I have for you, whatever buzzword you want to toss into the mix here, um, is that your, whatever you're trying to create in 2020, which we all at this time of the year have this, this moment of like, oh, this is some really awesome, cool stuff that I want to create as, as we begin a new year. Whatever it is that you want, if you want new results, you need a new rule book. And I know that that seems very generic, but I want to break that down a little bit. I don't want you to think that by, by new rule book, I'm saying you need a new workout plan or you need um, you know, a new way of meditating in the morning. Like the tactical stuff I'm not so concerned with when it comes to having a new rule book for yourself. I'm talking about what have you let slide in the past that you no longer will. You need to find a new level, new level of integrity, new standard for how you're gonna operate in the world. So when it comes to whatever you know, genre of life you're trying to improve and, and uh, get to the next level, do some inventory um, over the next week, couple days, and just look at where have you kind of let yourself down or failed in the past in trying to create something different for this avenue of life. So when it comes to finances or when it comes to your health and fitness or when it comes to your relationships, where have you hit a roadblock and allowed yourself to kind of whimper back to your um, yourself that your subconscious and your ego wants you to stay. So what have you accepted to be like, oh, it is what it is. Um, I'm just going to let that go. And, you know, it, life wasn't so bad as I, as I was before. So I guess all of this transformation stuff that I was all jacked up about, I'm going to leave until maybe, I don't know, next year, because we all kind of wait until the new year to, to do something new. So new results equal or, or are required uh, to have a new rule book. So like, again, tally up everything that you've done in the last year, something that maybe was heavy, something that you haven't uh, done at the level at, at which you want. So with health and fitness, has it been a nutrition thing that you have just let certain parts of it slide? Have you had cake after nine o'clock? Cause that was a, a rule that you had. You need a new rule book for that. You need a new rule. Um, if it's relationships, what have you said or allowed yourself to say to your partner that just won't slide in 2020? What have you uh, intentionally made uh, time for in your relationship that, um, that, or what do you plan on making intentional time for in 2020? When it comes to your finances, what have you spent money on that you no longer are going to allow yourself to spend money on? Like creating these things ahead of time so that when you find yourself in the moment where your ego is going to show up and say like, oh, hi, I know you're trying to change, but here's a little temptation to, to move you back to where you've been. Um, when you address them ahead of time and have that proactive expectation of this has been something that's troubled me in the past and I know that when it comes up again, I'm going to move past it and move forward and through it. That's going to allow you to um, live in that moment with a little bit more courage rather than just being like, okay, all right, I'm out, I'm done and I'm back to where I was. So that's my first tip is look at the inventory of your life over the last year, five years, whatever, and, and kind of pinpoint those parts of it that you know you've let slide or like have had intentions of growing but have kind of shrunk back to your old self time and time again and make a new standard for what you accept for yourself and then live in integrity with that 
as the year unfolds, because there will be roadblocks. There will be temptations to veer you back to who you've been in the past. That is your ego's favorite game to play with you. And it's not going to stop playing it in a new decade in this new awesome 2020 year. It's going to keep showing up. So give yourself a new rule book. Look at what you've struggled with. Make some new standards for yourself. Standards, yeah. And actually, Nicholas, so Nick and I, we wrote these down separately. We did not share with each other, but my third one, the big shabuzi that I was going to end with is similar. So thanks a lot, Nick. So I'll just, or I'll just say it now. So yeah, I was saying, keep promises to yourself. That's it. Like, just fucking keep promises to yourself. Because everyone's like, how do you, I need more motivation. I need more confidence. Right. Those don't sprout out of the ground like magic mung beans. They don't? No, you cultivate those by keeping promises to yourself. That is how you create confidence. That's how you create certainty, keeping promises to yourself. So yeah, it's that simple. And you guys know it's that simple. Like we're always looking for the next like, oh, maybe I need the miracle morning or maybe I need Ed Milet's 35 things to do before the 35 minutes that you're awake in 35 seconds or whatever, right? Like <laughs> I need to do 75 hard, but I need to do it for 90,000 days so I can be super awesome. Right. I mean, there is no magic pill. Yeah, you can. But just like it comes down to keep promises to yourself. And when you do and you track it, that's the best part, right? Like I have a big whiteboard, not even a big whiteboard, medium whiteboard. Sorry. Uh, But it just says like, did you like and I do a little morning routine when I wake up. Do I wake up with or before the sun? Can't be after. Um, Do I take a cold shower? Do I meditate? And just like ding, check check, check. And I'm just seeing myself keep promises to myself. So yeah, before I even engage with my day and other people, I've already kept like nine promises to myself. Some days it's super easy because it's a habit. Some days it's super fucking hard. But when you keep promises to yourself, that's the only thing that cultivates confidence. Besides crystal meth, you will feel very confident on crystal meth, but that's not sustainable. That's what I heard. I've never done it. Um, But just look at how confident those guys are. (laughs) <laughs> they seem very confident. They just run so fast, so confident. But no, don't do that. Um, yes. That was a joke if you couldn't catch his sarcasm. <laughs> don't make us hire a lawyer. Anyway, so, but yeah, keep, when you keep promises to yourself, that's the only place confidence comes from. That is it. That is it. So just like Nick was saying, like, when you let shit slide, you lose power. You lose confidence in yourself, even if nobody knows, even if it's just hitting your snooze button when you promised you wouldn't, right? No one knows but you. But like when we break those contracts with ourselves, yeah, we start to devalue our own ability. It's just simple, right? So start keeping more promises to yourself and you'll notice more internal power start to express itself. You'll start to cultivate more confidence. You'll start to cultivate more certainty in your abilities and shit. That's, I mean, that's momentum. When you have momentum, things roll with you instead of against you. So yeah, whether it's, you know, getting a new rule book or keeping promises to yourself, whatever, Nick and I both agree that to make 2020 the greatest year of your life in terms of growth, transformation, and powerful expansion, don't let, don't let the thing slide anymore. Things you already, you knew this. You knew this person, listener, Lisa, Greg, or Jeff. You knew. You knew. I'm talking to you because you yeah, knew. Of course. But keep promises to yourself and good things will happen. Mm-hmm. Do you agree, Nicholas? I do. I do agree. And I, I love the last thing you said too. Like, Everything that we're about to say and have said already on this episode, you already know. Like you you showed up to the party, like thinking that we're going to give you some new stuff, like this new age. Oh, Julian and I are ahead of the game. 2020 actually gifted us with some new rules and new awesome stuff beforehand. So here we are giving it, like it's the same stuff. You already know about it. It's just a matter of like, can you stay in line with and and 
in integrity to like the, the promises that you've made to yourself. Yeah. Like, what do you yeah. want to have? Go do it. And super, stay. super simple. It is beautifully simple, guys. Um, Nicholas, what's uh, what's point pointer power pointer number two? Power pointer for, number two for the people. For the people, for, lots of peace. Mm. Alliteration right. rules. But yeah, what's number two, man? So number two is to spend less energy on trying to reroute and get back to the path that you have so diligently crafted for yourself in this moment. I'm sure that you probably made some plans for 2020. And they're awesome and they're amazing. And it was very, very important that you made them. But there's going to be a point where it, your intuition and your, your heart and soul are going to call you to kind of shift and, and pivot and do something else. Pivot. So I'm pivot, pivot hard. Love it. Um, but I want you to, in 2020, spend less energy obsessing about the specific plan you've made right now and spend more energy on trusting in the end that you put in place in the first place. So whether that end is that you're going to go and travel to X, Y, and Z, or you're going to go and get a promotion, or you're going to go and start a new business, the end that you have written down at the end of the plan that you've created, that's the thing that I want you to give the most energy to. All the little things that happen in between the, uh, where you are now to where you are going, they are less significant. I don't want to say they're insignificant, but they're less significant than the energy you spend on trusting that you're gonna get there. So like if you have this very specific budget that's gonna make you more money in 2020 or a very specific plan to make that promotion happen for you, when things happen that call you to pivot and move and shift and maybe try something different that's off the path, you will exhaust yourself trying to recenter and get exactly back to what you planned in this moment. And if you could just kind of allow the unfolding of whatever's happening to just be the thing and just be like, you know what? I don't know where this is or how this is going to serve me, but I know that the end that I've planned for, the result that I want is mine. I get to have it. It's, it's already you know, set in stone. Whatever the specifics are that get me from here to there are not my worry. They are not the thing I'm going to spend all of my energy on for the rest of 2020 saying that I need to make sure that I'm you know, in the gym by 5am every single day. Like that's not the thing that you need to obsess about and keep rerouting to, or whether it's like, uh, you know, certain business plans that you have like that spending so much energy on the specifics of your process rather than spending all of your energy on where you're headed and knowing that it's headed in the right direction, even if it doesn't objectively look like it, that is going to be a better use of your energy in 2020 because so many of us make the big plan. And then if something takes us off that beaten path, we work like hell to get back in the center of it when that thing that tossed you off the, the middle of your path probably was for your best benefit and for your own good. And your ego wants to tell you and it's gonna like yell at you and say, like, hey man, we gotta stick to the plan that we had. We gotta do exactly what we said we wanted to do. But maybe this thing that happened over here and you can't really connect the dots and, and see that why it's a piece to your puzzle yet, that's the thing that I want you to trust in and know that by the end of the year or by the end of the process as it unfolds, you will get where you want to go if you trust that the end of it, the certainty in which you are, uh, you know, the result that you want, that's there for you. It's already there. It's done. It's set in stone. You just have to trust that the path, wherever it may take you, is the thing that um, will guide you there. It's not something that you have to pre-plan or something that you have to stay lock in step with. Just 
trust that wherever you detour and take a pivot and all of that, it's still going to get you where you want to go and just enjoy the the ride rather than obsessing about exactly every step along the way. That's my saying. Yeah. My yeah. Saying. And when, just to clarify, what Nick's saying is like, yes, have a plan, right? Have a, have a plan and have, have yes. processes in place to support your plan. Correct. Um, but he's not saying like when something deviates, don't completely destroy the plan and start from scratch, but like, right. don't be so rigid and stubborn that you don't let things unfold for you. Right. Yes. Like, so trust that, trust that the, the thing that kind of feels like a, a wrench in your plan is serving your plan in some way. Yeah. Like make yeah. the plan, obstacle is honor the, way. the plan. Obstacle is the way it's going yeah. to serve the plan. Just trust that whatever that detour is, is a yeah. part of it, not something separate from it because yeah. we just keep obsessing that we have to get back to exactly what we thought it had to look like. Mm-hmm. And you get to just trust that whatever that thing is, it's a part of it. Just kind of ride it out and get back to center when it's natural to get there. Yes. Yes. Me likey, me likey. And uh, something, again, Nick and I did not compare notes before this, but it is funny that a lot of our things uh, are pretty, pretty similar. So that means definitely pay attention because you got two smart, beautiful men, just mm. great jaw lines, just saying the same thing. So listen, but yeah, mine was don't take it all so seriously. Um, mm. Which I think echoes Nick's point, but like, Literally, don't take it so seriously. Don't you don't have to white knuckle your way to success. Don't take your don't take your obstacles so seriously. Don't take your thoughts so seriously. Don't take other people so seriously. Don't take yourself so seriously. I think we are conditioned or spoon fed this idea that like to be successful, we have to be clean cut and we have to be very rigid and we have to be super serious. Like. <laughs> Come on, people, fucking humans like humans, humans like real. So whether you're in the business of business, you're in the business of getting healthier, you're in the business of whatever your journey forward looks like, like, cool. This life wants you to be just as successful, just as badly as you do. You don't have to go in in out rigid life. You don't have to go and like manufacture a certain persona so you can feel successful. Like I went a little Grinch there, Nick. Whoa, whoa. Mm. Uh, But uh, yeah, like, you're fucking here for one ride. You're here to enjoy the thrill of it. You're like, Nick used the word unfolding. That's exactly what this life is. It is an unfolding. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're not, you're not here to get super rigid, work really hard, make a bunch of money, retire in Florida and die. Like that's an old model of living. Stop taking all this shit so seriously, right? If there's something Nick and I say on this podcast, you're like, that's just, no. Like, cool, don't take us seriously. We're just here as a sounding board for you. You're sure. the guru of your own life. We like, yeah. You, you're the master. You're, you're, you're the shot caller. Baller. So, yeah. Baller, shot caller, baby, How's it dancing? That's why. Baby, Impala. Sorry. Uh, Any hoot. Uh, yeah, see, Nick and I aren't taking this shit too seriously either no. because we're just here utilizing our gifts, having fun. We're kind of detached. But like, like I said, we're, the direction is always forward. The direction is always how do we deliver more value? Um, how do we how do we reach more people? But like we're not a slave to the plan. We're enjoying the unfolding. So um, for you, the ambitious listener right now, looking at twenty twenty, thinking like, okay, I got these big goals and I got to get super duper rigid about them. Like, no, you don't. Keep your promises to yourself. And uh, if you've ever seen the movie Jingle All the Way, there's a hero named Turbo Man. And he says, if you want to keep your friends, you have to keep your promises. <laughs> That's what he says. And uh, if Turbo Man says it from Jingle All the Way, I would listen. But yeah, 
just keep promises to yourself. But again, like have some fun, loosen the F up. Correct. Uh, have some have some laughter in there too yes you know? enjoy the have laughter a couple beers and some laughter so that's that's what i would say and i think that echoes your point of yeah don't don't become a slave to the one way you think it has to work out because you're going to learn new things as your path unfolds and as you evolve what you know is going to evolve and when what you know evolves your plan should evolve so yeah expect things to shift uh, yeah that's what i say so nick Hit them with numero trace. What is the big bang? What is the, uh, the heavy hitter, right? And, and if this lines up, oof, if, if, you're as an, if your three and my three are, are similar, boy, oh boy, maybe we were separated at birth and you got the good hair, Gene. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> All right, Nick, what's three? Hit us. All right, so before I hit number three, I just wanted to speak to something that I'm noticing about the first two that we've kind of shared that did similarly align. It seems... Contradictory? <laughs> yes, that's so. Like, I, I just Are we lying that, to you, people. Oh my god! Like, first go left, but also go but right. But um, you gotta be in the middle. Or you're stupid, right? So I just wanted to speak to this because I think this is also a, a very large lesson that I've learned in in uh, the last year. Was that there's so much that about progress and growth and expansion that is a paradox. That is just like it seems like these two things are contradictory, but they also are both true. Like, yeah. yes. Uh, the first thing that we both shared was either keep a promise to yourself or have a new rule book. Like have keep a new your stand- promises to yourself. Just you went like a different way in the, <laughs> the, the last edge of that. If episode. you want to keep your friends, you have to keep your promises. Yes, very, very good. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the, the first thing that we said was like, man, you got to buck up and have some new standards of how you're living. Yeah. The second thing we said was, but also like take it easy. And understand that when things go outside of the realm of what that standard is, that it's going to be okay. And that feels like we're telling you two different things. But understand that there are so many parts of the, the world of growth and expansion that there are two opposing ideas that are both simultaneously true. And it's just a dance of like, when is this one the right thing to do? And when is this thing the right to do? Like for you, sometimes it's going to be, yes, be super rigid about the things that you're doing because maybe you've been really, really lax with the things that you've committed to, to try. And like, yes, then stick to number one wholeheartedly. And then for the second thing that we shared about, like just be loose about it, like let things unfold and, and not take it so seriously. Maybe in 2019, you were just so by the book that you stressed yourself out. You lived in a, a stressed and, and survival yeah. state. And maybe you just need to let loose and enjoy life a little bit more. Like both of them are very, very true. It's just a matter of like, which one is going to serve you best. Yeah. So just know that we're not lying to you, but both of them, both of our first two were uh, as true as the next, but it's just take the one that feels the most right for you in the moments that you need it. Yeah. Yeah. We did an episode on like masculine and feminine energy. Like they're opposite ends of the exact same type of energy, right? They're different forms of the same energy. Just like darkness isn't a thing. Like darkness, you can't go out and buy a bottle of darkness. Darkness is just the totally, like it's the empty spectrum of light, right? Like, but it doesn't exist in and of itself. So it's like masculine energy and feminine energy, like they're at no point in time is it just boldly one or the other. This is a spectrum, right? It's like a, a, you can think of like a pen. I'm holding up to Nick, but I know the listener can't see it. It's like the pen is, you know, your lifestyle, right? And on one end, you have super rigid and disciplined. And on the other end, you have, you know, f- you know, free and a little more lax, like, you'll be somewhere on that on that spectrum, right? And it's like, 
only you, the individual, knows which side of the spectrum that you need to, that you've been veering towards and you know where you need to, to even it out. So right. yeah, some of the stuff does seem seemingly contradictory, but it's all true. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is paradoxical. So something um, to think about. That wasn't my third. It was just something that I noticed about our first well, two. Well, geez, talking McTalkerton, hit us with the third. Oh, right. Ah, the third. Um, so my third thing for 2020, for those that are looking to really grow and expand, is that you need people in your life, whether they be coaches, mentors, or just people in your circle that will hold you accountable to the person that you say you want to become. Because, you know, Julian and I have both over the years uh, invested in ourselves and had people in our corner that were our coaches and mentors. And we obviously have sat at the other side of the table and helped others um, through their season of expansion. And there's really nothing like having someone in your life, what, like I said, it doesn't have to be a coach or a mentor. I think it's a very powerful place to have that. But it should. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a very powerful place to have a piece of accountability because the people that love you and care about you that are in your circle that aren't your mentor um, probably have some emotional ties to not ruffling your feathers when it's appropriate to, whereas your coach and mentor will. But something that I think I've, I've discovered for myself as a coach, as someone that's leading other people, is that I'm not holding anybody accountable to the specifics and the tactics and the routines. Like some of them are, are a part of the process, but really a coach's job, a mentor's job, someone that's, that's there as that person to hold you accountable is to say like, all right, when we, spot, when we first started speaking, this is the person you said you wanted to become. I'm always going to hold you in that light and I'm not going to allow you to shrink back to the old version of you. I'm not going to allow you to step away from that intention that you've set. And that level of accountability in your life of saying or having someone on the other side of a, you know, a digital table or just even in person that can call you on stuff when you are starting to slip outside of that standard that you've set for yourself, it's the best gift that you can give yourself because you know, there are going to be moments where your ego is going to creep in and remind you of your old you. And there's going to be moments where you wake up and you don't want to do the morning routine, like Julian said. And, you know, that's a human, a part of human nature. And for us to, to rise up and kind of teach our mind that we're more powerful than those things that um, tend to keep us stuck in place, having someone that can kind of reflect that back to you when your human nature pops up and is like, hey, you know, here's a temptation or here's the thing that you didn't want to do. And I'm going to give you a reason why not to do it. When you have another human being, that's like, no, it's bullshit, man. You are more powerful than that. You said you wanted to be this person and I'm going to hold you and, and keep you in that light until you see that for yourself. Like you're almost leaning on that person for the energy of the expansion before you tiptoe it, tiptoe, tiptoe into it in a tangible way. So 2020, make that the year where you have someone in your life and yes, a coach or a mentor is a powerful container to do it in because you're investing money and stake into it. And you're not just saying like, hey, uh, George from the office, could you possibly just, you know, if I don't show up to work on Monday in a certain time, like I said, I would, would you give me a hard time? Like people that are not, um, you're not paying it to be your, your accountability person. Um, they're, they're not going to show up as powerfully as you need them to. So yes, whatever. Uh, avenue you choose to take for your level of accountability, do it. Because yes. living in your own world and trying to hold yourself accountable, it's, it's yes, it's, it's a good thing to keep your own promises and, and show up for yourself. All of this, again, powerful stuff that Julian shared, keep your own promises. But when there's a part of you that doesn't want to keep that promise, guess what? Having someone in your corner, it's like, 
hey asshole you said you wanted to do this yeah. thing do this thing it makes it a lot easier to shift out of that that state that kind of keeps you stuck in place so yeah no i love that i absolutely love that and it's like dude life is a game of cause and effect it will never not be that is the rule that is the universal law that has governed things before this planet was here and it will govern things far after it's gone as cause and effect and or just think about it like ingredients and the outcome right ingredients in the final recipe the final dish right like if you've been mixing the same ingredients over and over and again like you're just going to keep getting the same mold it's like why don't you powerfully mix up the ingredients powerfully optimize the cause right input optimize your input you'll optimize what you get on the other end so if you've never experienced coaching you never experienced something where not like a free accountability group where you join and then you're like eh. yeah because you had no skin in the game but like I dare you to invest in yourself. And it doesn't have to be with Nick or I, although it should be, or you're a loser. Um, it doesn't have to be with us, but go exactly. invest in yourself and see what happens. See how seriously you begin to take your journey and have someone hold you accountable on those days when your human mind and body, which is at a cellular level, wired to not crave expansion, right? And see what happens when someone actually holds you accountable to the person you're becoming. You become that person. So I dare you. I dare you to take that leap. Um, and you'll be really glad you did. So I love that, Nick. And you know what? I'm glad that our third things don't align. They're actually yeah. different. They're actually different. So for me, it was take inventory of your triggers. Take inventory of things that make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. And by bad, I mean insecure, stressed, anxious, scarcity, fear, doubt, unworthiness. Like some people feel this so often that they just... They're convinced it's their personality. Oh, I'm just timid. No, you're not valuing yourself. Yeah. You just normalized it chemically. Your body's used to it neurologically. You've patternized it in your brain and you're lying to yourself, convincing that it's your personality. Personality is optional, people. Neuroplasticity. Uh, it is just a practiced emotional state over and over and over again that we habitualize and then we're like, this must be who I am. No, it's not. So take inventory of your triggers, right? What makes you feel negative? Is it going on social media and seeing other people? Ooh, and then you compare yourself and ah, now you're feeling stressed or unworthy. Is it um, a certain, like when someone in your life, your loved one or your partner or your boss or whatever uses a certain tone and it makes you feel uh, uncertain, it makes you feel insecure. Um, it happens, we're triggered so quickly and our bodies almost simultaneously as we see, as our senses interpret the trigger, our body is so quick at producing a corresponding feeling that again, we start to just tell ourselves, oh, this must be who I am. I must like, oh, I keep saying I want to stand up for myself and have boundaries. But every time someone asks something from me, I always say, yes, I'm just a people pleaser. And then we label it our right. personality and then we take all our power away. It's just who I am. It's just who Can't I am. do anything about it. Like whether, whether it's conscious or unconscious, you're choosing this. You're choosing this. And so self-awareness is the foundation to expansion. If you're not aware of the things you're doing, if you're not aware of the cause, you're going to keep, the, the effect is going to run on autopilot, period. Right? Right? If you have no idea, if, if you have no idea, you never take inventory of what you eat throughout the day. You're just kind of like walking throughout the day and just grabbing stuff and eating it. Yeah, you'll have no way of knowing what you need to change in your nutritional intake to optimize your body. You just won't because there's no awareness. So you got to be aware of like, what is making you feel certain ways? Um, and remember when we say what makes you feel what we, what we've covered on this podcast before is like, 
it's not actually the person jumping into your body, activating certain neurons in your brain and making you feel anything. You're choosing to do it, but it's just, you're so used to it. It happens so quickly that, yeah, we go, man, that person made me feel this. Or when I think about money, man, I, 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 it makes me feel so stressed. You're choosing it. It may be right. happening at an unconscious level because you've practiced it habitually for a very long time. So it seems automatic, but there's a choice happening. You just aren't aware of your triggers. So start to pay attention. Because we weren't put on this earth to just feel super negative all the time with brief gaps of feeling okay. That's actually the opposite. We were put here to just be in a level of awareness, a level of awe. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at Nick on a computer right now. Holy shit. You want to talk about what I have to be grateful for? Uh, I woke up today. Every breath I have, 8 billion things have to go right on a cellular level just for me to just look at Nick and breathe and burp and fart. Like, all, like the shit we take for granted, right? Uh, the clothes that are super comfy on my body, the, the room I'm doing this in, the technology I'm doing it on, the information that I've been grateful enough to learn, the voice box that works so I can share it with you, right? Like a lot of the time we don't need more stuff. We just need perspective. We need awareness. Right. So take inventory. Take inventory. What are, the, what are the things, whether inside or out, that make you feel less than, that make you feel negative? Sometimes. It's just a story we tell ourselves. Sometimes it's just a dialogue or an assumption about how the day is going to go. A lot of us just assume the day is going to be hard. We assume that it's the world against us and we're going to wake up and do our best. And if we catch a lucky break, it'll be nice for a little bit. And then it's back to suck down. Yeah. I mean, if you are in the habit of choosing that assumption and feeling the feelings that match and then embodying the behaviors that correspond to it, yeah, I guarantee you'll be right. Mm-hmm. But please understand there's power here. There's a choice. So May 2020, the year of fucking choosing, 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 prestige worldwide, check. So that's what I say. Nick, any thoughts on that? Because I want to drop this mic so bad, but it's, it's on this thing on the table and I don't want to drop it. But I feel like that was a mic drop moment. If I, am I, are you allowed to nominate yourself for mic drop moments? I think so. I think most people that do. Drop the mics. I mean, they, he just dropped his pen. If you I just dropped my pen, you dirty dogs. Yes. Um, no, I think uh, that's, that's an amazing tip for those. Mm. I mean, that's an amazing tip for me. I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I should probably look into that myself because Nick we're and all. and I coach each other. We're coaching we're, friends. Coaching, coaching. We're all <laughs> ever evolving humans. And uh, no, I think that was a great bit of advice. And to that end, with your triggers, the things that you can consciously look at and be like, oh, that person or that thing makes that tone. Sometimes it's, a, it's sometimes. It's not the person and it could be any person, but it's the tone of the person, right? Like very rarely is it like that person's face, but sometimes it is that person's face. Something about your face, right? To your <laughs> suck hole, bam. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's the tone. Sometimes it's um, certain people blowing up your phone. Sometimes it's, again, a certain time of day, a certain time of year. Look at the triggers. Yep. Because, yeah, sorry, Nick, go on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, and, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, and, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Nick. I mean, look at your triggers and then if you are aware of them, that's amazing. But as you do so, like anything that doesn't need to be around you, remove it. And if it has to be around you, you need to change your story and change your relationship with that thing. Like if it's social media, set a timer, like set, uh, there's things on your phone that you can restrict your access to these things. Like even if you're, I mean, through Julian and myself, like it's a part of our business, like sharing our, our, our story and our content on social media, like to it to a certain end like we are there to to help connect with people so like you might be convincing yourself like i need to be on social media and then you just keep going down this rabbit hole like you can restrict yourself from that it doesn't have to be and again this is where you change your relationship and story about that thing 
But if it's something that doesn't need to be there at all, but it's always a trigger for you, whether it's a person's tone or a, a person themselves, like if they don't need to be around, like just spend less time with them. Or if it's a person's tone, speak up and say like, listen, the way that you talk to me on Monday morning, as soon as I see you, it's a bit frustrating. And I, I just, I just wanted to, you know, sit with you and be honest with you about that and just see if we can kind of remedy that in some way and, and talk about boundaries. Like that's going to create, although it might create some uncomfortable conversations, it might uh, cause you to look at your ego in the face and be like, listen, what this stuff is, like all the, the things that trigger me, we need to remove and or shift some of it. But your ego is going to be like, mm, but this is how life is. This is who we are. This is our identity. This is all packaged in there. If you try to remove and change some of it, it's going to fight you on it. So yeah, there's going to be some discomfort. But oftentimes when we actively choose dis discomfort uh, in a way that, it, that serves us on the other side of it, we get to have some really cool, cool stuff happen. So cool, cool, cool. So yes, observe your triggers, know them. And if you can remove some, do so. If you need to address them, do so. If you need to change your story around what you think is mandatory of that trigger in your life, yeah, do so. Because yeah. otherwise, it's just going to continue to yeah. poke at you throughout 2020. And I know that's not what you want. So yeah. don't let it. And in that. another episode, Nick and I are going to talk about how to uh, live at a level of consciousness where there are no triggers. Uh, so that'll be on the next episode. And that's big. That's big, heavy hitting shit. Um, but yeah, so, but stay tuned for that. That's a little teaser, a little teaser. The, okay, so in, in summary, Nick, uh, I would say, let's just each do, let's just each do our summary ones. So go first. We're just going to repeat what we said. So people will just, go just back. Just make out in summary, people say that and then say what you said. Okay. Uh, in summary, people. There you go. <laughs> hmm. Uh, in 2020. Yeah. You need to. And when I say need, that, that's a little bit of my ego. He's encouraging saying. you. Yes. Yeah. That's my ego saying, hey, listen to me. I'm, I'm important. Um, just make some new rules for your life, new standards. Uh, find your, your place of uh, a new spot of integrity so that you keep the promise to yourself. Uh, the as promises. Uh, spend less energy on trying to stick to the very rigid plan that you've created as you start 2020 and trust that however it unfolds, it will lead you to the natural end of where you want to get to at the end of the year. And then also make sure that you are seeking, finding, and connecting with people that will hold you accountable. And uh, in, to that end, I didn't say this when I was mentioning this specifically, but find people that that they, they resonate with you. Like, don't just choose someone off the internet because your buddy over here from across the, the country said like, this is a, a really cool, like do your research, sit with that person, talk with that person, follow that person, do whatever you need to do, but find people that align with either where you're trying to go or just align with the current you that you are so that you are serving the, the part of you that needs this expansion. So don't just choose somebody off the internet because they have a million followers. Like there could be, somebody that has 40 followers, but just the way that they talk, the way that they speak, the way that they're showing up in the world really inspires you. Let that be the choice you make. Don't let it be just off of numbers or off of um, tangible things that you see because it, it, you're trying to honor your heart and soul, not your eyes and your ego. So that's, uh, in summary, that's my three, I think. Yeah. And now I'm going to pick cool. Brilliant to summarize yeah. as well. Yeah. So keep your promises to yourself. Um, it's really hard. It's really hard to do it consistently. So I'll just be myself. Uh, keep your promises to yourself. Watch what happens with your confidence, your momentum, your certainty. Um, and it's, and it's the little promises. It's not like the huge or like just keep your little promises to yourself and the big things fall into place every single time. Um, 
don't take this all too seriously, right? So there's a little bit of yin and yang going here. Yes, keep your promises to yourself. Uh, but yeah, you don't have to become a slave to this old conception of success and what your old self thinks it takes to become successful. I used to think I had to work on Saturdays to be successful. Even mm -hmm. if I didn't have work to do on Saturdays, I used to think I just had to, I would just come into my workspace and sit at my computer and just like refresh my email for a couple hours. Big. I just, this is what I have to do because I need to be successful. Right? Like, and then post about it on Instagram and, yeah, tell people yeah. that you're and, then, and then show people how much I'm working on a Saturday when I'm not like, come on, that's at the end of this life. I'm not like, I'm going to look back and be like, that wasn't a good use of time. Right? Like, <laughs> You're not, thinking, you're not like, going to say that at your funeral and be like, Julian worked a lot of Saturdays and it was really inspiring to all posted the posted about it made me feel poopy. Like, <laughs> no, don't take this all so seriously. This isn't unfolding. There is no one golden metric way of living a successful full life. It's whatever the fuck you want it to be. So, um, so yeah, don't, you know, if you find yourself attaching to one guru's version of success, um, water it down a little bit and start to think for yourself. Right. And, mm -hmm. and, Cause that's your road to happiness and that's what we want for you. Lastly. Yeah. Take inventory. Like what in your life makes you feel negative? Mm. What in your life makes you feel negative? Remember when I say makes you feel what I'm really saying is it shows up in your awareness and then quickly you're the one choosing to feel a certain way. And so it's like understanding, like, is it a person? Is it a tone? Is it a relationship? Is it a job in a position? Like understand like what, what hijacks your decision-making because that you got to be aware of it before you can reclaim control of it. Once you reclaim control of that, you're able to live with more awareness. You increase the quality of your thoughts, feelings, and actions, right? Your cause. And then the effect, the end result is much, much better. So those are my three. Those are my three. And uh, like we said at the beginning of this call, not a call, sorry. Uh, this is a podcast episode. Sorry. I do my calls on Zoom. Whoopsie so daisies. So confusing. I just went and picked a whole bundle of whoopsie daisies. <laughs> Isn't that a cool saying? It is a whole bouquet of whoopsie daisies. That is an excellent dad joke, and I feel free to feel free I, to use it. I thank you so much. That's for a big dad it. joke. That's a that Nick is, joke. But uh, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, take one of this. Take one of Nick's. Take one of mine. I recommend mine. But yeah, just take one of these and implement it. Just one. Just one. And um, do it sustainably. Do it long enough to see an, an effect. And just watch 2020 be the year you get to finally be a fuller version of yourself. We don't need you to be anybody else. We just want you to take yourself and turn that shit up. So take one, use it. Um, oh, one of the promises you should keep to yourself. Here's what you got to do. This is the hack. This is the hack. Nick, you're going to love this. Okay. So you set a timer, 45 seconds. No, no, 75 seconds. Okay. You're going to go on. You're going to leave Nick and I an amazing review. You're going to mm. subscribe to the show. Sure. Uh, and then once the timer goes off, you're done. Wow. That's a pretty easy promise to keep to yourself. Keep your promises. Leave out of you. <laughs> He's back. He's back. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think we had a lot of fun today. And like I said, little teaser, uh, in the next coming episodes, Nick and I are going to talk about accessing certain levels of mindset where there are no triggers. There is no, like, and I don't mean this as in a weird way. Like there is no negativity. Imagine a day with no stress, no negativity, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> the band, no doubt. It's just going to be with you. Oh, We're just going like, to hang out with Gwen in the game. <laughs> but yeah, like imagine a day where there is no uncertainty. There is no self-doubt. There is no unworthiness. There is no overthinking and, and being really hard on yourself. Imagine a day like that. It's probably pretty fun. I can tell you it is. Hmm. We're going to talk about how to access that, that Jedi level of mindset. But that's later. That's later. Listen yeah. in. Tell your friends. Leave reviews. Okay. Nick, any closing words? 
Yeah, I mean, leave a review. Uh, whether you're doing it right this second or after your 2020 was the best year of your life because of this episode, whichever. Uh, and Julian's leaving the screen because he's <laughs> um, Yes, do all of the things. Follow us over on Instagram. I am Nick underscore moving past mediocre. Julian is Julian with an A, not an E, underscore fearless life. And uh, make sure that you're sharing these things with us, but also just sharing what, like, what are you learning? What are you using? What are you implementing? Which of the six collective things that you heard today are you going to choose to implement in the first couple weeks, months, and uh, just time frame of 2020 so that we know um, how to support you in that? Yep. Because as one of mine was, find some people that'll hold you accountable. Julian and I are pretty freaking awesome at I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm pretty awesome at that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Well, enjoy 2020. Be uh, aware and transformative in 2020. And we know just from where we sit that uh, there's a lot of opportunity and just a lot of awesome stuff coming your way. So with that, I think we could probably take it to the bell. What do you think? Ring that bell, baby. Boom. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.